welcome back. It's Harrison. It's Delaney. And today we will be talking with Jordan Stallworth, a senior, about sports and athletics. And Delaney's going to give you guys a couple announcements. All right, guys. So coming up, we have a drive-in movie, 7 to 9 p.m. Gates will open around 6 o'clock, and we're going to be showing the movie Elf. The date is to be decided, but we're thinking early to mid-December. And then we have a winter wonderland um, drive-through lights showcase, December 4th, 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be similar to our Brave Bonanza, so you guys should come on out. We're going to be offering hot chocolate, candy canes, all that fun stuff. And that is it for our announcements. I hope you guys had a great Wednesday off for Veterans Day. I hope you guys thanked a veteran, um, wrote a letter to them, or just took the day in remembrance. So now we're going to be beginning our topic of discussion, which is athletics and sports. So Harrison, tell us about your athletic journey. So my athletic journey is pretty extensive. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I loved baseball. I absolutely loved baseball. So I used to play baseball from, I think, like ages four to 13, 14, maybe. And it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Had a lot of friends um, who played with me. And honestly, like my favorite position was probably pitching or second base. I also loved outfield. Outfield was so fun. But then I played soccer in junior high. And then when I started high school, I started running cross country and track, which were all fun. What about you, Delaney? What did you do? Um, well, I've grown up in a pretty sports-centered family. My dad played varsity water polo for three years in high school. My mom played like every single sport. She played soccer, um, volleyball a little bit, tennis all four years. She was the varsity football kicker for three years, I think, at her high school. And we've all just been pretty, pretty athletic. So I started playing soccer when I was four years old and my mom was the coach. And it was honestly just like really, really fun. And I got really into it. And so I've played since then, but then starting high school, I did volleyball. I started volleyball and I honestly probably changed my life because it's one of the most fun sports like I've ever partake, partaked in. With soccer, it's fun, but like, and I'm pretty good at it, but volleyball is just like so intense and like keeps you on your toes like all the time. And even though I'm not the best mm -hmm. at volleyball, I still really, really enjoy it. And I tried track in junior high and was pretty good, but come high school, my dad didn't let me join because he said I was already too busy. So I was like, oh, okay. So he, so he told me to pick two sports and soccer and volleyball were the ones I picked. And it's just been honestly such a journey and I thankfully have not gotten seriously injured. So I've been able, knock on wood, I've been able to continue my passion for sports and even though I may not want to play in college, like the collegiate level, I still want to do um, club and intramur intramural sports in college to hopefully continue that. So yeah, it's been really, really fun. Yeah, that's honestly awesome, dude. What, okay, what sport do you think has had like the biggest impact, whether it was the people, um, your team, like the hmm. morale of the game, like which sport? gave you the most um funny because i like i like club soccer 
I'm not that big of a fan of high school soccer. And then I like high school volleyball. Okay, I like high school and club volleyball, but high school is just a lot more fun with like the atmosphere that coach yeah. creates because she she's very, very strict on like our school spirit and like attending all the games and like basically being a team. Like she makes sure we bond, like she makes it mandatory and all this stuff. And she's honestly provided us with so many opportunities that it just feels so collective. And I'm really, really grateful for that. So I'd have to favor high school volleyball and club soccer. So those are the two that really have like morphed me into who I am and like made me a leader and just made some of the best bonds I've had with some of my friends. What about Dude, you? that's awesome. Um, well, I, I, I played travel soccer. I wasn't on a club team, but I played um, for the Flames for a year. And that was honestly so awesome because getting the opportunity to like bond with a group of guys and like play tournaments and like have uh, nights at the hotel. We're all just chilling and stuff like that atmosphere was absolutely amazing. Like I've never had another team like that, but I will say cross country has definitely had a huge impact on my life. And I think it's definitely one of the main reasons why I stay motivated and why I have, um, like a positive attitude towards sports, be, like just because of cross. Because initially, I wanted to go into high school playing soccer because I just um, I started seventh grade and I wanted to continue. But my cousin, she was a runner, and my mom asked her like, "Hey, when do you guys start practice and stuff like that?" So I remember it was May twenty seventh. I want to say. Um, 2017 <laughs> I woke up my mom woke me up at 5 30 in the morning and dropped me off at the high school at six and that was my first ever cross-country practice and ever since then I've just had a blast with all the guys all the girls the coaches and it's such a good program because even though it's a team sport it's just individual and it's all your mindset because running is such a difficult sport but if you have a positive mindset, you're going to do great. Like, it's just you against yourself. And having that challenge is definitely such a good thing to have because it really forms your character, you know? Like, it, there are moments when you get frustrated with yourself if you don't PR. But then those moments where you do, like, your best and you do achieve your goals, there's no, there's no better feeling. That's awesome. Um, what are some of your favorite sports to like watch or like your favorite teams? So I'm not too in touch with like professional sports, but I love watching college football. I know that sounds cliche, but college football is so intense. And it's like, mm -hmm. dang, bro, these guys, these might be like the face of the NFL soon. Like you don't know who has like, the, the next um, like you don't know who the next big guy is going to be you know and I don't know who my favorite team is for a while it was Michigan University of Michigan mm -hmm. but I don't know I really need to like start getting back into professional sports I don't have, like I know the Dodgers won the World Series that's pretty much it <laughs> what about you um 
my mom pretty much introduced me into all the professional sport watching that I've been um, exposed to. So just, we've always been in love with Minnesota. We love Minnesota teams. So probably the Vikings are definitely my favorite football team. The Twins are my favorite baseball team. Um, basketball, the Timberwolves, but also I really, really like Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, I love Steph Curry. And um, hockey, I love hockey. Probably hockey, soccer, and football are my three favorite sports to watch. So for hockey, I like the Kings. Fun fact, my mom dated a King back in her 20s. I know, it was so crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> when she told me, I was like, and she has autographs from like all of them, like Wayne Gretzky, like all of them. I was like, oh my God. And so um, soccer, my favorite teams are for club, definitely Barcelona. And I like uh, Bayern Munich in Germany. That's a German club. And then internationally, Germany, Canada, and Argentina for soccer. I'm a really big Messi fan. So that's probably why. Messi's a beast. Yeah. What are, your, like what are your thoughts on um, who's the guy? Neymar. Neymar? You- I used to love him. I literally used to like, he was super close to coming to number one, like close to Messi. But I don't know. He just got downhill. Like his peak was like 2016, like 2015, 2016. And then it just went downhill. Dude, I just love the video compilations of him flopping. I know. And like rolling around, bro. <laughs> That's one thing that makes me mad about boys soccer is they always flop. Like girls soccer, it's so different. Dude, I think girls sports overall is completely different than guys sports. Like, like watching my sister play soccer, because um, I that's how I grew up. I always grew up watching my sister like going to her tournaments and stuff because she played on um, uh, Premier Golden State, I think, something like that. So that was her team, and we, we literally traveled all over California and Arizona to, to watch her t- t- tournaments. My God, were the like the players were so vicious. Yeah. And it was like, what the heck? Like Maggie broke a girl's ankle one time. There was like bloody noses and almost fist fights. And then with guys, like I'm not saying this to like offend anybody. It's just my observations. But like guys, like use like more you it's like like technical stuff yeah, like yeah like footwork and stuff girls are then, more physical yeah i mean i mean each style is completely unique and it's more it's like each um is so fun to watch but it's just like the difference is insane yeah I oh, because I, I play center defender and oh, that's what I played. Yeah, I played center back. I was, I'm so aggressive. My play style is like, because I'm, I'm like smart on the field, but I'm really, really aggressive. See, and like, so how my team played, actually, I'm wearing my flame shirt right now. And when I was a center, when I was a center back, our coach would always hold us on the line. So all of the defenders would be on the 50, just yeah. to like get people to They're be offside. on sides. And when that didn't work, I would be the one having to like chase Print people. Them down. That's my favorite. And it was oh, so fun. And let me just say, because of that, I'm like my freshman year, I was so fit for cross country because of all yeah. the sprints that I yeah. do back and forth, bro. Like that was so fun. Mm-hmm. 
That's oh my God. My mom calls them track meets. Literally, bro. You're running like <laughs> a mile every game. Just it's so fun. I, I forgot. It. I forgot to mention my favorite sport of all time is boxing. Boxing? Literally, bro. Did you watch the Teofimo versus uh, Teofimo Lopez versus Vasily Lomachenko fight? Mm-mm. Oh my God, it was so good. Teofimo Lopez, I didn't, I didn't think he was gonna win, but he was just on the offensive the whole time. And up until like round seven, Lomachenko is my favorite fighter of all time. That's it, sorry, he's a beast. <laughs> and I thought he was gonna win, but he he was he had an um like a year and four month off season, so he he wasn't in his prime. But my mm-hmm. God, after the seventh round, Lomachenko started getting back into his groove, and I was like, ah! And it was so oh. intense. But boxing is so awesome, and I'm kind of sad because I I wanted to watch the um, Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell fight. But Luke Campbell tested positive for for COVID, so now it got delayed, and now I'm sad. Mm. Tough okay. dad, though. Isn't he in that industry? Yeah, my dad. Okay, so my dad is a supervisor for the California State Athletic Commission. So that means if you guys were to watch, like, boxing um, fights or UFC fights, Bellator fights on uh, Fox Sports, ESPN, um, HBO DAZN he would he's like the supervisor of that so a lot of the fights in California he manages and and makes like he runs them and makes sure everything is by the books and stuff like that so it's pretty cool I have a lot of boxing memorabilia around my house like signed gloves and posters and stuff it's pretty that's so cool and like he, like my dad's met a lot of celebrities through it because a lot of celebrities like boxing too. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of my dad with um, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy. That's and... my first cousin. My friend. Really? Shout out Mia. She lives down the street from me. That's her dad's cousin. That's crazy, bro. Oh, I know. I know. So, like uh, Fluffy's holding up a sign that says "Happy Birthday, Harrison," and oh. he has a couple pictures with like. George Lopez and stuff like that. So it's really cool. He met Demi Lovato at an event too. What the was, heck? Uh, dang. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. The only celebrity my parents have met, my mom used to be, or she still is, but she's um, on leave for a little bit right now, but she was waiting tables at uh, Red Lobster's server. And Steph Curry came in because they were playing at Citizens Business Bank with like the Globetrotters or something like that. It was like Globetrotters versus Golden State. So him and like a couple of his teammates came in and sat down and my mom served them. That's crazy, bro. And this was like 2017, 2016 when he was like at his height and I was obsessed with him. And I was obsessed with him, like his daughter, Riley, his wife, like I loved him so much. And she told me like so nonchalant. She was like, yes, he came to my restaurant. And I thought it was like one of my friends. And I was like guessing and she's like, no. The, the guy, the basketball player, Steph Curry. And I was like, mom, what? I was like, that's so crazy. Did you get his autograph? And she's like, no, we're not allowed to get their autographs. But he said um, to tell you hi. And I was like, ah! I was That's so sick, bro. I know. I was so, I was so happy. I was like, oh my God. And she said he was so nice. So I was like. Oh. Literally when celebrities are nice, that just makes them so I know. Better. It makes them so much better. Like I hate it when they're jerks. I know, bro. What? For what? Yeah, exactly. What? Bro. <laughs> All right. So, 
that concludes our personal discussion. Um, now we're going to admit Jordan into the room and we're gonna ask him about his athletic journey and some of his positive experiences with sports. Awesome. What's good guys, what's up? How's it going, man? You know, man, just uh, getting, getting through the days, bro. How about you, bro? We're doing really well. Welcome to the Brave Podcast. We are very happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. You know, um, I'm glad that I could um, help and get on the show. Of course. All right. So Delaney, if you'd like to start. Sure. All right. So we were just talking about our personal athletic journeys. So what has been your, what? you play basketball and football and you coached powder puff and all that. So just start from the beginning and tell our viewers um, your athletic journey. Okay. Well, um, from a young age, I knew that um, sports was really like something that I, I saw myself doing in the future, just for the simple fact that um, I was thrown into sports at a young age, playing basketball, football, and uh, believe it or not, I also played a little bit of baseball too. Um, but, you know, just growing up, I knew that um, sports was something that I loved to this day. I still see myself possibly playing in college if I get the opportunity. So I guess what kind of happened when I transitioned to high school, I knew that I was going to play sports already. And there's so many just opportunities with it. I had to get, I had to jump on them before anyone else could like, um, like helping with powder puff or, or just something in any type of way that would allow me to still have sports in my life while I'm, you know, while off season is happening or, or just something that will allow me to just keep myself active and helping others with sports, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So what sport do you think had like the biggest impact on your life? Man, that's a, that's a tough question to be honest with you. But uh, hmm. if I were to be honest, I would have to say probably football for the simple fact that um, I, I've, I've had a couple of scoutings already for it. And um, luckily I have, but then other sports have as well, you know, like basketball and baseball. I can't lie. Basketball. I've met a lot of good players and a lot of good coaches over the years. Um, shout out to our basketball program too and our football program. And, you know, it's helped me become the person I am to this day. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Um, have you faced any injuries or any setbacks um, along your path? Yes. And, and injuries, especially as an athlete, you have to know that injuries are going to come to you mm -hmm. and never be – don't look at it as a bad thing. Look at it as a time to heal and to learn how to better yourself from it. Um, recently, um, my junior year, I had a sprained the ligament in my right knee. And to this day, I'm still not able to really go 100% on it. And it really sent me back because I, was, um, I wasn't able to really walk good. I had to use crutches. And um, even during the healing process, it was really just painful, you know, thinking that maybe my days of an athlete might be over, but never think like that, especially as an athlete, you know, think that, oh, I'm going to get back out there and I'm going to do better than I usually was. Yeah, I definitely think injuries are one of the most, like, inevitable parts of sports, but they're scary, man. I remember when I got um, – I had – like severe shin splints and calf problems sophomore year. And 
honestly, my mindset turned like really negative and it was just so hard to get out of that funk because if you have like a negative mindset, it's not going to heal how you want and you're always just going to be frustrated and you're never going to get back to where you were or even further yourself as an athlete. So injuries, they're going to happen, but like the best medicine for them is probably just having a good attitude, I would think. Yeah, definitely. Because um, if you just, because looking at it as a bad thing, I mean, yeah, you know, injuries, it's not a good thing. It, it sucks that it happened to you because, you know, possibly that was a season you were doing really good or you just felt healthy in your life. And injuries can, you know, they can do a lot to you. But if you keep a good and positive mindset, you can get past it like there's no tomorrow. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys talking about the positive mindset. That's really, really important. I was saying earlier, I haven't been, um, I haven't been injured yet. I'm going to knock on wood again, but um, I'm definitely going to take your guys' advice if I ever do get that injured and I will hopefully remain an optimist and um, just take the time to heal. Like Jordan said, yeah. um, on a more uh, alternative, alternate topic. What are some of the professional teams that you like? Or like what sports do you like to watch on TV? All right. Well, um, like I said, since I'm a big football fan, my favorite team is, um, sadly, we're not doing so good this year. I am a Los Angeles Chargers fan. I have been since birth when they were in San Diego. Um, sadly, this year, you know, we're two and six right now. So I'm not a most happiest football fan this year. But, you know, years like this happen. But um, if I'm going off of, you know, basketball, um, I've never really had a specific team until like a couple years ago. I'm a huge LeBron fan. I have jerseys throughout years of him on the Heat, Cleveland, um, and the Lakers. Um, you know, I have posters of him all around my room. So um, I would say I'm a Lakers fan just because LeBron is my favorite player and always was growing up. So that. And then uh, for baseball, I don't really follow baseball as much as I should be. But um, since I'm from San Diego, my favorite team is the Padres. And then uh, growing up, my dad also was a uh, was a Boston Red Sox fan. So that's also one of my other teams. That's awesome, man. That's really so awesome. which professional player? I know that you really um, like LeBron, but is there any player that had like an influence on you, who you wanted to replicate or – like who you just aspired to be growing up? Yeah, so uh, growing up, one of my uh, family members played in the NFL, one of my uncles. Um, so I always looked at him as as someone who can guide me to get to um, where I want to be in life. We played two different positions. He plays wide receiver and I play tight end and defense alignment. So it's a little different. So then I started looking at more players and I looked at this one guy named JJ Watt. I don't know if you guys really know him like that, but he's yeah. an amazing defensive end. He's an, you know, he's went to the Pro Bowl multiple times. He's even had m numerous injuries and he comes back and he's still looked at as the top three defensive linemen in the league. And I've always looked at him I'm like, how can someone be so fast, powerful and, and get the job well done and just, you know, keep getting a contract and put on the same team over and over. It's just because, you know, he, he knew what he needed to do and he had that mindset that I was talking about earlier. So he's really someone I really looked up to. Yeah, that's awesome, man. 
So if you don't mind sharing with us, what is one of your favorite memories um, playing for either the high school team, um, like a club team if you're on one? Like what, what, what's one of your favorite memories for let's do football? Football? All right. So um, hmm. I would have to say I have a lot of good memories my junior year because that's when I, uh, um, I would say I kind of like, when I, that's when I started playing varsity, but uh, my, my very first like best memory was probably my freshman year. It was our first game of the season, preseason, and we came out with the win. And even going into my freshman year, like now I would say I'm like, I'm pretty aggressive like when I'm playing, but uh, my freshman year, I wasn't really aggressive because I looked at the giant, you know, I just didn't want to hurt nobody. But um, and that's just how like a lot of kids are playing sports, sadly. But it's good, like you know, having caution. But um, so going into that, so my freshman year, we had to um, we had to stop them on this drive to win the game, or they could possibly go down the field and win the game. And I get in the backfield, and the quarterback rolls out, and I sack him for like a fifth, negative fifteen yard gain, and we won the game off of that. And I was. It was against Diamond Bar freshman year. And I was so excited because I was like, like my first fresh, my first high school game, I helped win the game for us. And we come out and we go back home with a win. There's no better feeling than going home after winning a game. It doesn't matter what sport it is. It doesn't matter if you want to race and track. It doesn't matter if you want a game in basketball, football, baseball. You go home with that feeling of a win, man, that's, that's the best day ever. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's a great story, man. Mm -hmm. So Jordan, I've always kind of seen you as not only a leader on campus, but also a very prominent athletic leader. So what, if you're coming home from a loss on the game, or in the game, on the bus, what is some of the advice or some of the things you say to your team to like keep their spirits up? See that. Thank you. That's a good question. I like that question. So last year, last year wasn't one of our best seasons, and last year was mainly um, a learning season for us because we were really such a young team. So during this, so during that season, we would um, we would usually be quiet on the bus. So we would all have a um, just because you know when you lose a game, you don't really want to laugh, make jokes, and whatnot because it just looks like you're you don't care about the game, which we all did. So we were quiet. Then when we, once we got back to the school, the coaches talked to us immediately, tried to get our spirits up. And then some of the captains last year who were uh, seniors who obviously went to college now, they even talked to us, you know, trying to help us like, hey, stay positive. You know, yeah, today might, you know, today might not have been our night, but uh, maybe next week, the week after that, you know, there's a, it's a, always a long season for um, anything. So I guess just uh, we would talk about how we can improve and whatnot. And then every time I went home, you know, from a long game, you always want to take a nice, you know, cold bath because, you know, you play it all night and whatnot. So I'd probably um, just look up, look at my film and see what I could have done better because um, there's always something you can do better in games. So I would say that was uh, one thing I, I usually did to help me uh, keep my spirit right for the next game. Great. So how did you prepare for like a big game? Like what was your how did you get mentally, physically, spiritually ready for like a big game? Routine. A routine. Okay. So um, 
I'm uh, I'm like like as you guys might have seen, I'm a real social person. But when it's game time, I'm really not. I have my air, I have my headphones in. I'm listening to music, the music that gets me hyped. Um, you know, I like I like listening to Beethoven before games because Beethoven, I don't know why he just has like a, a cool, nice, mellow tone to it. So that, and um, I would always keep them in. I make a couple of jokes because I feel like the best way to definitely get yourself right mentally is. Um, you know, make sure that you're also having fun, you know, crack a couple of jokes, laugh with your friends. It, it will definitely help you in games. And then uh, physically every game, like every week, I don't, I don't try to push my, I don't try to overextend my limits. Um, Cause at games, that's when you really want to push your limit because if you're pushing yourself the entire week, yeah, you might be able to um, push a little more in the game, but you're going to be tired. You're, you're going to go into the game and you're not going to be able to, play at 100%, which you always want to be. You always want to be at 100%, 110% if you can do that. So that's what I did for physically. And then uh, spiritually, I meditate a lot to help, um, you know, uh, just with um, with my mental so I can uh, always be prepared for something that's going to come. If I'm like, if I know we might lose um, that game because that game was a hard game, you know, I'm ready to meditate so I can be ready for the next day and the day after that and i can just keep going with all my life and just be prepared for whatever happens great routine that, yeah that's great dude so what's your favorite meal before a game like some people prefer like pasta on like a carbo load or just like chick-fil-a mm-hmm. see um pot see i would say pasta but pasta you're not supposed to eat normally on the game day that can be really filling plus eat it before yeah so yeah the night before would, mm-hmm, yeah so i would probably have to say something small like um I'm, i like making breakfast i'm a real big breakfast guy so i'd probably have to say something that along with like potato eggs and like one piece of toast because that's just enough for me to um have the carbs like i said and then depending, you want to put a protein there. Maybe you have some sausage or, or some steak. That's really good too. Just so I can get, like I said, protein, the carbs, and all the things you need essentially to um, have that energy for the game. So that's what I would have to say, probably something like that. Yeah, I know my favorite food before my events, um, I usually eat like scrambled eggs and then tortillas with butter like there's nothing better than that before race man that is so bomb yeah man hey whatever that's what like i said man whatever helps you see that that will help you just get get going before every practice since um we're luckily we started up practice again you know yes we are practicing social distancing of course um you know scrambled eggs with some type of protein and uh, throw in spinach and some peppers in there. You also need vegetables in your diet. It's very important. It will help you and help me, you know, get the energy I need to get my day going. Yeah. My before game would always change. Like, I don't think I've ever had a set, like, snack. But I'm mm-hmm. a superstitious person. So before every game, I have to chew a piece of gum. Like, it doesn't matter what brand, what flavor, but I always have to chew a piece of gum. Like, or else I think I'm going to get hurt or, like, we're going to lose or something like that. Like, it's yeah. one of those things. And then I also have, like, this wristband or whatever on my left cleat, my left soccer cleat. 
and that's like my good luck charm. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah, hey, I do the same thing before um every basketball game. Actually, even during my basketball games, I would have at least like I'd have to chew at least two pieces of gum just to keep myself calm, just so I can play, you know, on the tone the coaches wanted me to. And same thing for football. I usually I usually got to wear an undershirt because then I feel like oh I'm good, like I feel lucky, like I'm I'm, I'm ready to hit someone. So I usually do that. That's awesome. All right, well, we've been grilling you pretty hard here with all these questions. Um, before we conclude our episode, do you have any questions for us or any comments for our viewers? Um, yeah, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to know, like, um, how would you guys, like, really get into the podcast? Because, like, podcasts, you know, this is – I think it's awesome that you guys are doing this, going around asking people questions. So I, I kind of want to know how – like, how did you to like, get into this? Oh, uh, well, thank you for the kind words. <laughs> um, Sky actually came to me about starting one, and she was asking if I know anyone who would like to host or help her with it. And she was like, I know you're pretty busy, so I, I would go ahead and ask you, but I know you're pretty busy. But I was like, you know what? No, I'll do it. Like, I think it's worth it. I think the opportunity cost is um, is a good one. I think it's a very good project to spend time on, my limited time on. And so I said, yes. And I was like, I'll help you. I'll co-host or whatever. And then it was originally just going to be us, but we were both kind of like, we need some boys for to appear to like the male audience and stuff like that. Yeah. And so we each got to like a person and um, of course with clearing them first. So I said, okay, what about Harrison? Cause I know he's a very social, very talkative person who would probably be glad to be on this podcast. So I was like, oh, what about Harrison? And then she's like, yeah, that's cool. And so I texted him and then her choice, I was also thinking about um, Finn as well. And she was like, what about Finn? And I was like, oh my God, I was just going to say that. Like, I was just going to say that as our second boy. And so we asked them both and they both said yes. So we made a group chat and it just kind of came about. And we asked people for topics, which our viewers have been so, so amazing with giving us topics, giving us questions, feedback, everything. Because honestly, we don't know where we would be without them. And so it's honestly a learning process, but I think it's a really good one. And I'm really, really excited for future episodes and for our feedback. Harrison? Yeah. Honestly, I'm just so honored to like be in the position where I am to be able to have a podcast um, with such great people. And I love, love, love being... Um, able to like help people whether it just be help them through their day give some advice so I feel with this podcast um, it's my opportunity since we're not on school to make connections with people Um, even if I'm not aware that I've made a connection with them maybe our viewers will be like hey that's that's Harrison that's the guy on the podcast so it I'm really happy with um how it just gives me opportunities to talk um, to my friends and to just help people get through their days. So honestly, I am so happy to be on this podcast. And it's, it's just, a, it's a great opportunity. And when I'm, when I'm grown and graduated, I hope that it'll stay um, continued by other um, future people and I hope this podcast um, remains part of the brave spirit. So, we really hope to create a legacy with future 
graduates or future Braves. So that's pretty much one of our other main goals. Yeah. That's awesome, to be honest with you, because I feel like that's the best way to, you know, get people talking again, you know, with the, with the quarantine happening and everything. You know, it's been it's been multiple months since um, even some people haven't even gone out the house, you know, because they're either uh, scared. So I think this is a good way for people to at least get some of that uh, the conversation that they used to have on a daily basis uh, back in their life. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Thank questions? you so much. Um, yeah, I got one more. That's okay. Go ahead. All right. So um, back to the quarantine. So since this quarantine happened, how have you, how have your guys' lives kind of changed ever since this happened? I'll take this one first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my original plan for summer was to go visit my cousins in Austria. They had been living there for about five years. So they were going to move back um, in October or September. So this was like, that was my last opportunity to go visit them in Austria. And once the quarantine hit, I was still kind of optimistic because I didn't, I didn't know how it like the whole world was going to act or what was going to happen. So I was pretty optimistic about it. And I really like when, when the cases started going up and like there was the whole panic and the toilet paper fiasco. Um, that's when I started like getting discouraged and was like, dang, I probably won't be able to go. So finally, when the airlines called my mom and was like, I'm sorry, like the flight's been canceled. My mom was like, well, what else are you going to do? So I was like, I'm going to get a job. So um, I contacted one of my great friends, Ava, and she was telling me about her job. So I applied, and now I've been working at Pyology since July. And honestly, it's one of the greatest things, especially during this quarantine for me, because I love being around people. So being in a work environment, I get to see all my work friends. I get to engage with customers. And it really just like helps my my spiritual health because I love like serving people and doing things for my community and seeing all of my friends that come into the restaurant. And then actually Mr. Stites, the administrator, he came in a couple of times. It was awesome to see him. So it's like work has definitely been an outlet for me and it's such a great thing like to do. You know, I love working. So quarantine has been rough, but with work, it's been pretty okay. Man, that's good to hear, man. That's good. Um, a couple months ago, I kind of used to, I was very negative about quarantine. I kind of saw all the downsides, all of my trips being canceled, opportunities being um canceled sports gone all this stuff not being able to see my friends in person school online but um the past couple months probably starting like August I've been in some really deep reflection and kind of realized that without quarantine I wouldn't be the person who I am today it's I would not trade it for anything else if someone told me March oh we don't have to go through quarantine and you can just live life how it normally would have I wouldn't take it because this has honestly, it's changed me so much. Like I've been more intact with my spiritual side. Like I started 
manifesting and really devoting myself to a higher power. I'm not religious, like I'm not really into that type, but I'm more um, into like the universe. So like, that's what I do that I really devoted myself to the universe and like taking time to be grateful for what they've given me. And my mom has also seen some upsides. She's like, it's your last year before college and you get to spend it at home with me. Like you're not gone half the day anymore. Like I was in high school. Cause I'd go to school, do practice, zero period, all that. I'd be gone for like the whole day and barely get to see my mom. So now she's like in quarantine, I get to see you more before college. And it's like, it's been really nice if I'm being honest. And um, another plus is probably eating my food at home and not <laughs> the cafeteria food and having my dogs around me a lot. That's really helped my mental health because even though I'm staying inside indoors and it's not like me at all, cause I'm a really big extrovert. Um, Having my dogs like throughout Zoom, it's just like looking over there and like seeing my comfort. Like I'm like in math class and I'll look at my dog and be like, oh my God, it's so cute. And like, it just like makes me happy. So I feel like I couldn't get that with in-person school. And even though I'm so ready to go back and like, I'll be fine with whatever happens. I'm not that mad at it anymore. I'm just kind of, it's really made me look at like the brighter side of life. And while being safe, I've learned more things about myself that I probably had no time to before. And it's really, really helped me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, just uh, getting to, you know, change yourself maybe for a good reason too. And again, to spend time with your family, which is very important. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. This has been a really, really good episode. And I'm really glad you could come on and talk to us about sports and life and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the uh, Blue Crew broadcast. It's been great having you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Anytime, anytime. You're a huge impact on our campus and please continue to do so. Of course. All right. You guys have a nice day. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye, Jordan. Bye. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to our latest episode of the Blue Crew broadcast. I'm Harrison. I'm Delaney. We hope you enjoyed the episode and stay cool, Braves. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 oh,